Star's daily live news show coming right from our actual break room here That's at New right. Rockstar's headquarters. We're bringing you the nerdy news of the day, all the fun discussions you want to be having, but for some reason you're not, but we are. So you can watch <laughs> us have them, I guess. Yeah. I'm joined here by Brandon Barrick. Oh, hello. Great to see you all. Uh, Hope you're having a great day. I'm not finished, Zach. Okay. <laughs> Live well. Wow, well, that's good. Uh, back back from a brief hiatus here, Jessica Clemens. Good Hi. to have you back. I'm very happy to be back. It's feeling great to be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Zach, I'm not finished. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and uh, never left, Mr. Tommy Bechtold. Episode three wasn't mid. You're mid. You're all mid. <laughs> okay, Tommy. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Okay. All right. We will be talking uh, episode three of Obi-Wan definitely today. Uh, we're also going to be talking uh, Stranger Things and that whole kind of volume of episodes that dropped. We got a little Marvel news, all that kind of stuff. And today, as we do most days, we've got our swear jar. Yesterday, the swear jar was free flowing. It was. That thing we were was all over. Cursing yesterday. Yes. Do you guys mind? One, real, real quick, one second. Come before I come in. Oh, oh no. no. He's still doing this? Oh, no, Tommy. Listen to me. Yesterday, you redeemed yourself. Barely, barely, and it was just a few of you. But the rest of you, keep your hands jammed in your stingy pockets. <laughs> We're gonna notice, okay? I'm gonna come to your houses pretty soon, all right? Because some of you don't live far. You tweet at me that you know where we are. I'm gonna come to your house and I'm gonna shake you upside down oh, like no. a school bully. Oh, the, no. the Tommy Bechtel, the Suge Knight of the Rockstar's panel. You know, I love going out to a good drive-thru restaurant. You know? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay, that wasn't Lord. the... Also, I think I just called him Suge. Yeah, yeah, Suge. Suge. I thought that was the inside that's, that's what he's uh, known as in Paris. Suge As Tommy was threatening, when we hit $100 in Super Chats, it unlocks our swear jar that then will allow one of the panelists to unleash a tirade of profanity. Otherwise, we're not supposed to be cursing at all. That's right. As, as demanded by the uh, FCC and the, the lords of YouTube. Uh, but when we hit 100 bucks or any multiple of 100, it lets us uh, get real profane for you. So we appreciate everybody that's in the chat that's watching live. And certainly, if you're throwing in super chats, much love to you. We'll try to call out those questions as we go. If you have some strong opinions, thoughts, theories on Obi-Wan episode three, Throw those in the chat. We'll try to get to those later. Mm. Uh, but for now, let's do some headlines. <laughs> okay, we, this is something we've been covering. We've talked about a couple of times. So there was this big to-do when Disney listed Hawkeye as a limited series right. for Emmy consideration, right? And those are usually things that don't have second seasons. Whereas they did list, I believe, Loki and WandaVision as just series. Well, they did WandaVision as a limited series, okay. but then Loki, they submitted it as like a show. Yes. Like, because they knew they were going to have a second season yeah. of that show. Right. So now they have reversed course and they have relisted Hawkeye as a series. So that has driven some speculation. Are we going to get a season two of Hawkeye? Yeah. A lot of people have been saying, well, Echo season one will basically be a Hawkeye right. season two. I know. I think we could see either. Further adventures of Kate Bishop yeah. before our Young Avengers, like possibly like a maybe a Kate and Yelena type Ooh, of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know that necessarily we're going to get like a Jeremy Renner full Hawkeye right. second season, but possibly a complete passing of the torch. Yeah, I love that idea of like uh, Kate Bishop like going to find Yelena or something yeah. like that, or yeah. real officially taking over the Hawkeye mantle. Right, you know. 
Maybe she gets recruited by Val, but doesn't know Val's bad. Yeah. Or, or Nick Fury. Yo. And she's just straight up uh, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. there. Yeah. Um, E.T. Online, speaking of um, future Disney Plus series, uh, reporting that flight attendant star Griffin Matthews has been cast in an unknown recurring role in Marvel's She-Hulk coming out on Disney Plus uh, in the not too distant future. Um, and he, he had this great quote, he said, never before did I think somebody like me would get cast in the MCU. Um, that's pretty cool. We don't yeah. know, the fact that they haven't said what Ooh. role he's yeah. playing. He's not in any of the trailer, obviously, so there's been some speculation. Could he be a super-powered individual she's defending? Mm. Maybe? It seems like we're gonna get some of those. Mm. We literally. Know if they're done shooting that show? Are they still like making episodes? Do you think they've shot everything? Even if they shot have... everything, they're going back to edit. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> I mean, they may. Have, I mean, it seems like Marvel is one of those things. As is Disney, Star Wars. After Disney took over, they're constantly tinkering with these yes. projects. Reshoots. Right? I mean, I have a feeling there is going to be a dearth or a, a wealth of kind of like some of the sillier Marvel characters making mm -hmm. appearances in She-Hulk. So I, I don't know that that necessarily could be this actor, but I do think like there is a chance we're going to see some like you know, kind of funnier characters that need legal help. Like what they did with like Suicide Squad and right. Peacemaker where they're yeah, like, oh, right. let's have fun with the right. catalog yes. here. I think it'd be more fun, and this is pretty lame, to just see him as a prosecutor because it could be mm -hmm. from the point of view of like, this person killed a lot of innocent right. people. I don't want them on my right, streets right, again. Yeah. Fair. So it Fair. could be like one of those. Uh, before we do another headline, I can see now that I may have upset everyone in the <laughs> chat. And I just want to, I rarely do this. Double down on what <laughs> oh, no. ridiculous, no. tight-pocketed, <laughs> no. selfish people you're being. You know how hard it is for me not to swear for an hour? It's really freaking it's hard. What the heck, man? Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> every, uh, it's going to be like every other 10 minutes. <laughs> Tommy's going to go up. The, only way, yeah, the only way you can quench this rage, folks, is by throwing a couple of doubloons in the old super chat. I also want to call out, um, you said... Uh, Dearth Wealth is one of my favorite Sith Lords. <laughs> you guys remember the story of Dearth Wealth? Mm. He was the first Sith Lord to ever get into pornography. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to no. banking yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. It's very okay. close to Dirk Diggler. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's Good it. Job, okay. Um, speaking of casting, Deadline is reporting the Suicide Squad uh, breakout actor Daniela Melchior. I think she played Ratcatcher Rat 2, right? Oh, yeah. beauty. Uh, she's going to have a small role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, we don't know who she's playing. There was some speculation maybe playing the character Moondragon. James Gunn is denying that online, which, of course, maybe he would, no matter even if she was playing Moondragon. Mm. Um, James Gunn, if you could ever book anything with James Gunn, that guy will keep putting you to work. That's he right. loves yeah. using the same actors in all his different I'm projects. Sure well, she's also like relatively new. Like when he casted her, he was like, I wanted to see who would be well, which is also a weird thing. Who would go well holding a rat? Who looks the best <laughs> holding a rat? And yeah. she was the only person that was like comfortable being like, can I have more? Yeah, so, put more rats on yeah. me. Uh, that was a terrible Maybe breakdown. All these actors trying to find rats to bring to the audition. Yeah. Like, I gotta bring a rat. Well, I hate going method, but I feel like I should be covered in rats when I get <laughs> yeah, into the Somebody's room. got a gerbil, another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That, that's so easy. Be happy she's not the spider catcher or something. Uh, if they were like, here's a bunch of tarantulas on your head, I'd be like, oh, these tarantulas are gonna die tonight. <laughs> like, I'm gonna smash them. <laughs> to be fair, there are a lot of uh, actors in Hollywood with gerbils at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Um, I've been to 1980s the, rumor. 
resurfacing on the break room. Oh, my gosh. Tommy. Deadline's also reporting that Isabella Merced, previously maybe her best-known role, the live-action Dora the Explorer, is going to be in Madame Webb. Madame Webb. I don't know why. Madame Webb. I know. I can't pronounce anything. Again, in an unknown role, but they we've already found out, of course, uh, Sydney Sweeney's going to be in that. Mm-hmm. Of course, Dakota Johnson playing the madam herself. Lots of talented young actresses getting put in this movie. We don't know what any of them are going to be doing, but... Yeah, I made this joke earlier, like, Craven's getting all the boys. And Madam Webb is getting all the ladies. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I like it. It's like the 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 boys in the girls' school across yeah, the yeah. lake from each other. Or well, I, I, a little birdie told me that Morbius and Vulture are putting a team together. <laughs> oh, too, no. So. oh, Guess oh no! Guess who just got back today? Morbius. Hey, it's Morbin time. Okay. It's you know what? At the break room. It's always morbid. That's right. Okay? No, it's not. <laughs> no, I'll tell you right now, it ain't. We have a morbid fascination with that movie. Uh, in an interview with Steel Saunders from Steel Wars, John Favreau teased the future crossover events of characters in the Mandoverse. Uh, he wasn't specific on details. We did confirm that as we see more of these characters from uh, Mandalorian Season 3, Book of Boba Fett, and soon Ahsoka, uh, they will inevitably cross paths again. And we've already seen Ahsoka shown up in yes. both... Mandalorian season two and Book of Boba Fett. Obviously, Mando himself, Din Djarin, showed up in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba showed up in Mandalorian. So they've already kind of, but like kind of Defenders-esque, they all yeah. joined forces. I mean, it was a bit of an evasive answer that was like, kind of like, yes, don't worry, but also I'm not going to tell you anything about this. And I think kind of the meat, if you watch the whole interview, is basically him saying, as the situation gets more dire, for these characters or gets more intense or more, more the, on a grander scale, they'll inevitably have to help each other. So like, yeah. there's probably a scenario where Ahsoka's gonna save the day for Mando at some point again, yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, and and not just those characters, but your Fennec Shans, your Grogu's, yeah. a lot of these like uh, mm-hmm. other characters in your those Ma- universes. Ma- Mads Mayfield or Migs Mayfield yes. or Bill Burr, Bill as Burr's I call character. Well, yeah. as we've talked about before, like the fact that none of these characters show up in The Force Awakens or yeah, any of that trilogy, right. are they gone for good? Right. Is, is there a final endpoint for all of these characters? Oh, yeah. Will they all perish Rogue One style? I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. Well, speaking of uh, characters we know can't perish Rogue One style, <laughs> let's talk about last night's episode of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Um, we specifically want to talk about that fight sequence, mm-hmm. right? The confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader. We have a lot of strong thoughts mm-hmm. about the nature of that fight, the outcome of that fight, some of the motivations. First off, everybody here agrees that's not the last time we're going to see those it two fights. No, right? no way. In this I like that they gave us a little tease. Yeah. But it can't be the, the last fight that they have. No. no. No, no, no. I think it was like, you know, it was like just a little taste. We're going to see, it, like it was, I don't think either, I mean, Darth Vader, we saw how vicious he was, but I wasn't particularly like, wow, those are two great fighters. I love it was, that scene. Oh, he just went, and I was like, it means nothing to that man. Yes. Oh, God, I love him. It wasn't outright stated, but he was doing that just to draw out Obi-Wan, right? He didn't think any of these people knew anything. He was just torturing people because he knew that would help draw out Obi-Wan. I really liked, I liked, when the woman that he's kind of just like force hurting, yeah, and she's like the scream she makes. It reminds me of like when Han Solo was getting tortured. Oh right, you hear him scream from in the other room. Yeah. I'm like 
That's like a very effective, like, this is dark, this is heavy. Yeah. You love you that. Know. You tweeted me like five angel emojis. Oh, I was like, blessed. Finally, someone We were doing tortured. a live watchback. And you're like, this is what I like. This is what I like. As long as everyone knows, this is Brandon Barrick's type of Star Wars. It's just enhanced interrogation <laughs> from Darth Vader. Right. Oh, okay. That's Whoa. all it is. Get That's out of here. It. What is this, the Bush administration? Whoa! Oh, um, yeah. What is this, uh, 2002? <laughs> uh, Give me some of that. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be appropriate for prequel talks. But, um, uh, well, a lot of the speculation online and even in our office has been Obi-Wan looking rusty. Yes. Obi-Wan not putting yeah. up the kind of fight. Now you are on firmly in the stance of he's just he's literally just rusty. They're not Ten years. empowering him. Yes, he's not holding practicing. back. That was the best he could do at mm -hmm. that stage of his life last night. You think? I I think so. I was I was shocked. I thought he would never pull the saber either, but I love the instinct of that had to come out. Because I did like when he looked at it, and he was like, no, nah, I'll stick with the blasters for a little bit. Mm. Uh, but as soon as he thought he was in danger, and like that force kicked in, he like whips it out, right? Yeah. Uh, I was so irritated at the first scene when he pulled it out, and he was like, no. And I was yeah, like, yeah. you're going against really Darth Vader. It, really, he I is in full black in the dark of the desert, and yeah. you cannot see him. <laughs> you are having a hard time. Yeah. Pull the saber out, you stupid just, idiot. Just no, no, the saber, no you, you need the darkness so your eyes are adjusted. Well, that Darth Vader has his nice. full mask on. Darth Vader's like, yeah, I can see you, stupid. Those, uh, <laughs> I, I think that there's, I think that a lot of the force, in my opinion, from what we see in Star Wars, is mental. Yeah. It requires focus. It requires your mind to be at peace. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is still so blames himself yeah. for everything that for not recognizing Palpatine's seduction of Anakin to the mm -hmm. dark side that part of the reason he is ineffective in this episode is that he is still not mentally healed. Yeah. yeah. So yes, of course he's older. Of course, he's like, you know, he's going to have, you know, he's eventually going to be Alec Guinness. So it's like, yeah, he's not as strong maybe or as quick as he used to be, but he's not that bad. There's no way he could be that bad. Maybe he's out of practice, like you said, but I think a, a, there is mm -hmm. a certain part of it that is he no longer believes in himself as much as he once did yeah. because he was a very arrogant Jedi for a long time. And the Jedi Order basically fell apart under his and... Master Yoda's watch. Yeah. All these kids got killed. He had a, yeah. a terrible day. This guy has PTSD. Mm. Yeah. All these kids got yeah. murdered under That's his right. watch. Mm. Well, and, and that, he, that he parallels. Kills his best friend. He thinks he kills right. his best friend. Right. Yes. We're going to talk about the current season of Stranger Things a little bit. But, like, yeah, that makes me think both of what you both said and kind of from watching the show, right? The show is, in a lot of ways, about trauma, dealing with that. We see how Anakin has dealt with it, both physically, the trauma of having his limbs severed, right? right. It's kind of turned him hard, Ooh, right? Yeah. He's gotten stronger. He's become more uh, fierce and, like, driven. And it's kind of turned Obi-Wan inward, right? And he's become more reserved, maybe scared, maybe full it, of uh, doubt, self-doubt. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's... I want... This is just a note on, like, the writing of it. I want it to be, I want it to push a little bit more so I feel that same reaction to that. I feel like it's really hard for me. I'm like, I, after hearing what you said too, I was like, oh yeah, I feel really bad for Kenobi. I've been watching all the Star Wars, but I'm like, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is the Kenobi series. I need them to really push it for me. I need to feel that Obi-Wan Kenobi's feeling what he's feeling. And I haven't gotten there yet. I'm like, I'm still mad. I'm like, a baby Leia's running around. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. like all this stuff is happening and you are not trying hard enough. But I yeah. know I can agree with him. I just need to be pushed. I need yeah. that anymore. I, I like the fact that he's rusty and he's bad. He flips up and says Leia's name. Yeah. And I like the juxtaposition of the uh, the woman who's the Imperial officer being like, 
you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. You're, you're, not, you're awesome. You're incredible. He's like, no, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm just and, Ben now. And I saw some people in the chat mentioning, like, why does Vader let him go, kind of, and, like, not go through the fire and get him? I think Vader is pissed, mainly because he's been itching for this fight for 10 years. Mm. He's been practicing. He's been getting stronger. He's been killing people left and right. He wants to fight his master and show how good he is. Mm. He finally tracks him down, draws him out, and his master sucks. And he's like, this is terrible. Is this true. isn't the fight I'm looking for. Someone, he's disappointed. Never meet your heroes. Someone did just say that in the super chat. They said Obi-Wan was holding back and Vader was toying with his brain. Yeah, that did seem like it. Did it definitely The Vader part makes sense to me. Like It did seem like he was like, I'm having a lot of fun with this. I right, think yeah, so too. Yeah. I am still irritated at that fire scene and him not just going through it. I thought it would have been like a bad butt, can't say curse words, thought it would be a bad butt scene where he's walking through the fire flames and I was like, ooh yeah, but he just stood there. And I was like, Frankenstein, get over there. Yeah. I was like, go fight him. And I, yeah, don't want to burn your cape. Oh, that's right. It yeah. goes all the way to the ground. We yeah, saw yeah. that shot. Um, also, we don't know those, whatever those red Coals. crystals are. Yeah, they might be burning like 10,000. Yeah, this is space degrees. fire we're talking space about. Space fire. <laughs> that this is true. Earth it doesn't need oxygen. We I don't, don't know what I do want to point out, M.O. in the super chat said that Dearth Wealth did some things that could be considered unnatural. <laughs> 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 the legend of Dearth Wealth will only grow on this show. It is canons, and, uh, by, and Grow was intentional as well. <laughs> uh, uh, some would argue Grow Goo. Grow okay. Uh, oh, no. Jalon Mamba, I think, is uh, the name uh, saying uh, Qui-Gon teased hard, possibly Liam cameo I mean, soon. It has to. Keeps invoking his name. If nothing, maybe even just a voice cameo. Do you if think, he never comes do you, back. Do you think Qui-Gon has talked? to Obi-Wan at any point in these 10 years, mm -mm. and that's why he keeps reaching out? Uh, I think he's been reaching out for 10 years. I also think there's a chance that it could be a, a not a red herring, but a misdirect, where he reaches out for Qui-Gon and perhaps ends up communicating with someone else. Like, ends oh. up like... Oh, not, not you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, is, you know, uh, like a living Yoda. Like, an, like an alive Yoda oh, is like, I'm also reaching out for Qui-Gon, and I can't get a hold of him. And yeah, it's do like, you think uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan are talking at all during all this? Or are they, are they just mean, not risking it? No, I think they're not. I don't think Obi-Wan's not talking to anybody, right? Because he doesn't want right. to risk drawing any yeah. attention to Luke and right. Leia, right? Uh, we did a poll in the chat, and it seems like, overwhelmingly, you guys think that Vader is definitely holding back 87% uh, wow. uh, saying that Vader's holding back in this fight. I think that's true. Uh, you know, we've talked a little about the comics that have come out about Darth Vader, which are mm. great. Uh, ever since when Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm and started putting out the comics because they owned Marvel too. Uh, there's some really good Darth Vader comics and it really shows how mm. powerful he is, yes. how like deadly he is. Mm. We got a taste of that like in Rogue One where he just has that slasher scene in the hallway, but like he's doing that all over the galaxy right. from day one pretty much. Uh, well, and that segues nicely with A, do we think that's Hayden Christensen under the costume? I want to know. B, is that Hayden Christensen's voice because it sure sounds a whole lot like James Earl Jones. Right. Yeah. And we got just a glimmer of a Hayden Christensen kind of mirage off yeah. in the distance, right? Mm -hmm. Our, and, and presumably that might be him under all the prosthetics when we're seeing Back to Tank mm -hmm. Vader. I think it is. I, yeah. I mean, it seems like they they build it so hard. Like, it yeah. would be crazy for it to I be. hope it's him in the suit. Yeah. We talked about it yesterday. He hired a movement coach to, like, Oh, we had some move. great modeling done yesterday. <laughs> Zach, an award-winning model now. <laughs> it's true. But I, there must... I bet there was one day where he's like, I don't want to do it. Just get the... Yeah. Like, we, we talked about how... In Boba Fett, 
the all the Mando scenes he never takes his mask off. We're like, is that Pedro Pascal? Well, well it's not. It's it's uh, it's uh, what's the guy's name? Sean Wayne, and then the other guy. They were. I mean, Pedro introduced them at. Oh, like, like but I went to Celebration, tubles. but uh, yes. I don't know if you guys have heard. I recently went to Star Wars Celebration, mm. but no, uh, Pedro introduced the two other. He goes, these we the three of us make the Mandalorian, and like, mm. and and I, and I remember, you know, I, the, I, I I've told you guys my, my old boss at my restaurant I worked at is brothers with one of the stunt doubles or one of the body doubles for Mando, and they said that they practiced walking like each other, oh, okay. so that their wow. walks would line up. Oh. Anyway, I, I assume similarly there's probably like two think, or three Darth Vaders. I don't know. I don't think so. And be, why I don't think so is because Hayden Christensen has been waiting for this moment to yeah. come back. He's been like, I've been waiting to be Darth. But, <laughs> but let's be I'm honest. Be he's waiting to be back, but then he's in the suit. It's 89 degrees in the valley Ooh. or wherever they're filming. <laughs> and he's filming his scenes and walking around. And it's like, well, we got the other guy standing by. And he's like, maybe three or four hours in does he start to go... Let's get the other guy. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer. Well, that's yeah. why the fight's at night. Because the that's, sun's that's down. That's a good point. I, I'm hoping like episode six or part six. Yeah. During the fight, uh, Obi-Wan gets a good hit at the helmet. And like we Ooh. get like the cracked helmet. Mm-hmm. You see Hayden's face under there, mm-hmm. all all burned and scabbed over. That would that would be great. And, and the voice, the credits do say James Earl Jones. Yeah. But it sounds like a young James I, Earl Jones. I do think yeah. it's still young. I think, I think they, they, it they did it. If they can de-age people, they easily can de-voice be like, let them. me just make sure this voice <laughs> yeah, a little bit and I think we yeah, we have enough James Earl as as Darth to have like a pretty tight soundboard. Yeah, yeah. Did you know what say, I mean? They can uh, recreate all yeah. of his dialogue. It said James Earl Jones' voice. It, James Earl Jones, yes. like junior, maybe it's, it's his voice. <laughs> That's what IMDb says. I know we can't always if they trust start, IMDb, If they start but. doing Field of Dreams quotes, though, that's what we have. <laughs> Build it and they will Only oh, want everything that the light touches is my his kingdom. pain. R.I.P. Shoeless Joe, Gwygon. Well, speaking of people that are holding up great, Mm-hmm. James Earl Jones has been old for about 50 years sure, already. Yeah. God dang. Uh, I so mean, God good, dang. Good for him. Uh, mm. You know what else to keep you feeling nice and young? Athletic Greens. Oh, Thank you to Athletic Greens for sponsoring today's show. Uh, we've got we've got a little um, shaker of it right here that I might down uh, as soon as I'm done reading this. Uh, in every scoop of AG1, which is kind of the signature product of Athletic Greens, mm. you get... 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and other good stuff. It's basically a back-to-tank you can drink. That's right. And I put Vader in, like, a whole thing of athletic Ooh, he'd come out looking more Yoda, probably. space probiotics. And we talk about this a lot. You know, maybe, like, Tommy, last week, traveled down to Anaheim. He's at a convention. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're running around. I got, I got something I got to go to right after work. I don't know if I'll have time to grab dinner. Maybe you just ate a whole bunch of gummy bears Mm -hmm. in the kitchen because they happen to stock the kitchen with gummy bears today. Interesting scenario. And you're like, well, I didn't get the kind of good stuff I need to be like feeling good to be at my best. Athletic Greens got you covered. It's like a little insurance. Absolutely. Or your diet. You might be asking, where is my AG1 formula today? It's gone because I drink it already. I can confirm that. I saw your shaker in the sink. You already uh, nailed your AG1 there. Good for you, Tommy. Uh, He's a big fan of it. We're all big fans of it here. And you too. Uh, fans of the break room can be a fan of Athletic Greens. Because right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. This guy. Uh, just throw a scoop in some water. No need to have a million pills and powders. Uh, and if you order right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, I, I almost said immune-supporting, 
uh, vitamin that's D. That's no moon. That's space <laughs> hey, that's right. You're not all wrong. Um, and <laughs> yeah, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Fire today. All you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Obi Wan. Oh, <laughs> <God>! <laughs> all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/breakroom, or click the link in this video's description. You know what? When you click the link, you not only save some money, get some free stuff from Athletic Greens. You also make us look great here on the on the break room and that helps mm. us and we appreciate you for that. So uh, take ownership over your health, pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you to Athletic Greens. Yes. Uh, we also want to shout out, there's an Obi-Wan latest obsession shirt available for sale currently at newrockstarsmerch.com. Mm. None of us have one, but we're, I think we're getting one soon, especially you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I can't wait to get my latest obsession Obi-Wan Kenobi shirt. It's gonna be fitting so good and so <laughs> soft. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. How how might uh, uh, <laughs> Dearth Wealth try on that shirt? Give me that shirt. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, sexy. Oh. Men's medium. Oh my <laughs> god. Let me put it over my torso, and then you rip it off. Oh. Whoa, Dearth Wealth. Yeah. Holy. Force is strong with this one. Yeah, Whoa. it is. This ain't Star Wars. Okay. Uh, Speaking of things that ain't Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, guys. Oh, what's wrong? Tommy. You know, I'm just having a tough time today. I've been a little oh. down in the dumps. Oh, I'm sorry. This feels like maybe some of my emotions are optional. But you know it's not optional? What? Mandatory fun! Oh, Whoa! No! Oh, Isn't that graphic? That's right. It's the segment so nice we play the graphic twice. Hit it again! <laughs> Oh my God! It's the segment so fine. We play the graphic three times. Hit it again! <laughs> Unstoppable! Unstoppable! It's the wow. segment that never leaves you wanting more. So we play that graphic times oh, no. four. Hit it again! Oh no! Poor John Fingerback. Right. Mandatory fun, where I gather my three best friends in the whole <laughs> wide world. Undisputably, we all feel the same way about each other. The super chats are rolling in because everybody knows this is when it's time to have fun. Mandatory fun. And today, we're going to keep the conversation rolling around Obi-Wan and Vader's, let's just say, makeup sex that they had last night. <laughs> uh, you know, it was definitely foreplay. It was not a... a force play? Force. Oh, well, that uh, could be... Uh, uh, consensually, sure. With a safe word, absolutely. <laughs> now, Obi-Wan and Vader fought. Vader got the upper hand, but he didn't finish him off. Oh, boy. Oh, Regretted boy. that one immediately. Oh, uh, see, this is how we have to work around the swear jar. Uh, anyway. We uh, need an innuendo jar. Yes, yes. 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 So, uh, Vader got the upper hand. I, it got me thinking, uh, as he was raking Obi-Wan across the coals, we all have grievances in our families mm. and in our hearts and, in, you know, against uh, certain TV shows or movies or people that just anger us. And I thought, Vader got his chance to get a little revenge on Obi-Wan, and he delivered some pretty choice lines. He said, you should have killed me when you had the chance. He Last said, time. now you will feel how I felt or whatever, something along those lines. Now you'll feel the pain that I felt. So I thought, for mandatory fun, we could each take a moment to look into the camera and air out some grievances and rake some enemies of ours across the coals. Ooh. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> Great. James, Brian, Bechtold, <laughs> Burns, my nephew. Oh. oh. You're turning 13 
Friday. <laughs> hey, happy birthday. And I bet you think you know everything. But there's one thing throughout the history of our relationship as uncle and nephew <laughs> that you've refused to know. And that is the magic and majesty of the Star Wars franchise. You've refused to watch Star Wars movies with me. In fact, mm. I once had to trick you, your dumb little seven-year-old brain, <laughs> into going to see Rogue One with me by telling you it was a movie about aliens <laughs> and weapons and kind of basically implying it might have been Predator. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was Rogue One, and you watched it. And in the end, you said, I didn't like that movie, but I didn't hate that robot. What a cop-out! <laughs> you like Star Wars. In fact, I'd say you love it. So all I ask is you enter your teenage years, a year. I think we could all agree a time period where people are known to be open-minded and, you know, malleable and compassionate and not self-centered at all. That You open up your heart to the Star Wars galaxy and you open up your heart to your old Uncle Tom because I gotta be honest, if we don't watch the original trilogy together this summer, I'm disowning you as a nephew. Oh, Whoa. oh my gosh. Oh, hey, hey, looks oh. like this family tree just lost a limb. Oh, oh no! no. Oh wow, God. we should have wished him birthday when we had a chance. <laughs> wow, wow, happy birthday, Sorry. James. Sorry, James. Had to rake you across the coals. Wow, wow. look at this flame stuff. graphic we Powerful got. Nice stuff. nice work, uh, producer John. Powerful uh, stuff. You guys got one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. I got a mortal enemy out there who oh, needs to no. know the truth, okay? Oh I'm talking to you person in my apartment building who leaves your laundry in the shared laundry machine oh. well past the time that's on the machines. I'm waiting to do my laundry and your stinky wet clothes mold inside of the machines. Have some respect for the people in the building. There's only so many machines, but so many tenants and we all have skid marks. We need to clean them before our wife sees them. Oh empty God. your machine right. or I will empty out the lint trap and drag your corpse across it, covering it in the detritus of so many people's linty belly buttons. Your unnoticed person in the apartment building who refuses to empty the laundry machines. I will find you. There's only so many apartments, <laughs> and I've got unlimited time on my hands. Oh. Oh. oh, we're gonna have to add some sheets of softener because that was hardcore. Wow. Wow. Oh, I love that we've all got skid marks part of that. Yeah, yeah that very right. relatable right. content, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, of not, I'm not trying to be a butthole, but <laughs> this, this, uh, the voting has already started, and two of us have not started our. I know yeah. you're already voting. How do you know? Jessica's no, probably it's about for the to swear. Drop. We got over a hundred dollars. Oh, 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 looks like Tommy's running away. Sorry, with I started it. a fight about something. Okay. <laughs> I was always ready Good to point. fight. I thought the same thing, Jessica. I sometimes you you know you when you miss it, you miss it. I just want to fight someone. <laughs> I get it. Uh, oh well, if you'd love to fight somebody, would you oh. like to drag somebody across yeah. the coals? I could yeah. drag someone across the coals. Um, this is to my ex, or should I whoa. say exes? Because in one form or another, you have downplayed how much of a nerd I am. Mm -hmm. When I started watching Star Wars, you thought it was because of you? Boy, please, it was because oh. of Darth Maul. Oh. Okay. When I started getting into Marvel, you thought it was because of you? 
Mm-mm. Nah, 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 nah. It's for all the black women that are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh. now, and all the ones in the black, the black people in the comics. I never got into any of the nerd stuff because of you. If anyone has anything to own up for my nerdism, it's my mother. It's my mom who's the number one nerd because she birthed a mega nerd. Ooh, yeah. All the exes I've ever had that said I only game for attention or that I only do half the things I do, all these nerd tattoos on my body I just got for fun? You think I'm Mothra for fun? No, it's because she's a badass woman. (laughs) It's because she is the princess, she is the queen, and so am I, mother. I'm not gonna curse because (laughs) Tommy gets it, but let me tell you right now, who's laughing now? Because I'm on your screen, I'm on your phone, I'm on your social media, I'm being paid to talk about the nerd shit that you only read about. You thought wrong. Bet you thought you saw the last of me, huh? Skirt. <laughs> oh! Whoa. Yes. Ooh. I feel the hatred inside. <laughs> Dirk Welf is getting engorged uh, by all this yes. hatred. Wow. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. that was good. Well, oh okay, gosh. so Tommy did a uh, reverse drag across the coals which somebody really likes. Brandon did one for an anonymous uh, laundry person. Jessica did a very impassioned one for an entire subgroup of humans <laughs> that have been close to her at different parts of her life. Uh, okay, well, I had a couple options coming into this, but I, I've been inspired. All right. I want to I wanna talk to you, my first boss out of college. <laughs> okay? First boss yeah. out of college. Yeah, you know what? You took a chance on a fresh-faced kid who just moved to Los Angeles from Florida, okay? And you know what? I appreciate that for you. You, you mentored me. You took me under your wing for the, that six weeks in which I was employed. And then, and then you turned. Okay, there was that day I I walked into the office. You even gave me keys. Been working for you for six weeks. Twenty-three year old kid. I had keys. I had keys. I opened up the office. You're already there, waiting for me, standing at my desk. Mm. Well, that's unusual. You never come in this early. What's that? What are you saying to me? I'm fired. Ooh. Fired from my first job after six weeks. Oh, you 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 put your trust in me, and now you take it away from me. Well, now I take it back from you. Still scarred <laughs> as many years later. I was so shook that day. I, I wandered the city aimlessly, <laughs> not knowing what to do. Was unemployed for months after that. We were in a recession. <laughs> to you, my first boss, now you feel what I felt. Aimless, suffocated, uh, broke. <laughs> Broke as hell! I had student loans! Stop him. Someone stop him. No, keep going. You, you, sh- you shouldn't have fired me when you did. More. Finish him! Finish him! Finish him. So your office smelled weird. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. That was some good mandatory fun. Was it the smoothest segment we've ever had? By no means. But that's how this fucking goes in this game. Oh, oh, there it is. Listen to me, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mentoring fun's about two things. Taking souls and digging holes, as the Undertaker would say. So if you want to come and fuck around here for mandatory fun, piddle in your two and three dollar super chats, we fucking appreciate it. Now you listen to me, you pieces of shit. <laughs> I wipe my ass with people like you. Oh, no. And it hurts. Oh, oh. It hurts my asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> but those are the games when you're dealing with a bunch of motherfucking oh, shit. Oh, 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 is, is your nephew still watching? Lord of oh, Mercy. Wow. Lord of Mercy. Wow. 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 w
It looks that was like... my birthday gift to James. He's 13 now. He can hear it. Oh, that's yeah. true. He's basically an adult. Yeah. We got a poll going in the chat. It seems like Jessica had the best burn, yeah. I think, is yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sally, did. Sally Regentine even tossed in a second super chat saying, more money because I feel this on a spiritual level. Look, yes. Uh, look Jess. Here. Look yes. here. Look yes, here. Jess. As uh, one woman to uh, in a field of, oh, no offense, you guys, of men <laughs> in fair, a nerd space, fair. take it over. Yeah. Own that crap. Yeah. Once you get in, grab it by the damn neck and choke that mother. Oh, you will, okay. you, you're the best, you got it, everybody's got it, as long as you know it. Yeah! Well, Jessica, you were a runaway winner of that segment, and I reward to you the keys that Zach was losing <laughs> in his, oh, from his phone yeah. job. You're fired! And, and, oh, wait, 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 what's, what's this? Uh, these are some uh, uh, skid-marked underwear for yeah, yeah, I'm give you the skid-marked <laughs> underwear. And I reward you the gift of taking over mandatory fun for the next two days, because I'll be gone, oh. baby. I'm oh, going to a wedding that. in San Diego. Huddleston dab. 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 And with that being said, and with that said, we're gonna get down into a nice discussion about Stranger Things 4. Um, yes. I don't know which camera to look at. I'll look at this one. So we're getting into Stranger Things 4. It's gonna have a little bit of spoilery things, but not too spoilery, but I just wanna make it known that if you have not watched a single episode and you do wanna watch Stranger Things, maybe mm -hmm. go. Go to Markiplier. Uh, go to Just another YouTube. We need your view. Keep oh, that's true. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, sorry, 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 sorry. Remember, as we always say, cuties mute. <laughs> Losers go to other videos, but yeah. the cuties they mute. Don't and be mean and food. go to another video. Yeah. No, that's true. Sorry, my bad. So tomorrow, Wendy has a breakdown for Stranger Things season four, yes. but today we'll be doing a spoiler-free discussion for Stranger Things four, and for those of us here, a lot of us are in different parts of it. I've completely finished it. I'm watching the, the last episode again because it's really great. I want to know, do we think that Vecna is the big bad? Is Vecna going to be the ultimate number one uh, just like the worst person to show up in that franchise. As in like controlling all of the other well, main villains? Not like even the control. Demi Gorgon and the Well, so the Mind, Mind Flayer, Flayer, the Mind Flayer shows up in season two and the Mind Flayer is kind of in, is the, like the number one, right? Mm -hmm. Mind Flayer is like the one. Mm -hmm. And then the Demi Gorgon is season one and is just that little baby. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we got the Spider Monster nice. in season three, right. but then we have the Vecna now. And it seems like the Vecna is the most powerful out of all of them, except for, I don't know how to compi compare it to the Mind Flayer. Right. Well, he talks, right? So that's like the biggest oh. difference. Yeah. It's like, he communicates in English. So we can like, we can identify, the other ones feel almost like uh, kaijus or, or mm -hmm. monsters that don't speak. You know, they, they're just, we only see their actions and their intentions. They don't speak? I don't think any of them ever really no. talk. No. Well, I thought they, they, I thought they through, do through. They speak through other Oh, yeah, like when right? Billy gets possessed in season oh. three, right? right. Like well, okay, yes, there's possession. No, no, you're right. But you're right. We don't hear, they don't have mouths or that will, move yeah. and Will's things like that. Will's up slugs. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, you. okay, yes, I, I agree. But this is an actual, the physical embodiment of this villain speaks to the to its victims in their dreams. I'm I think, am I spoiling? Mm -hmm. I think Vecna spoiling? is Barb. They left Barb in the upside yeah. down. Oh, she became Vecna. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and somehow, took control of the upside down and became Vecna. That'd be sick yes. as hell. That would be pretty great. Now, I don't know that that's possible with some of the timeline <laughs> ramifications from the 50s and whatever, right? But, uh, but yeah, I like that idea. It seems like they haven't like officially stated that, though we are getting we're getting two more episodes of season four that are dropping in July. Mm. Yeah. A little over Only a month. Only two more? 
Yeah, but they're so both. I think they're very long. They're both like feature length. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That makes more sense. And then we're getting an entire season five mm. at some point in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these child actors will be in their mid 40s. <laughs> uh, but we are going to get, and presumably that is the final season. That is the summation of the Hawkins story. Yes. If there are more Stranger Things in the future, it'll have a different name or it'll be a different mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. or something like that. Do you think the Vecna will be? It seems like every season has their different villain yeah. or has their different antagonist. So would it be? Do you think it would be Vecna going into the fifth season? I, I think it shouldn't be. I think yeah. I think that what makes the show good is that there's a different analogous D and D villain, and I you know maybe it'll be Strahd or somebody like that. You know, oh. Strahd von Stoyevich. Strahd. From, uh, I don't know. I kind of like would like a villain to win. Yeah, a season, oh, and then that okay. carries over because they yes. always win in the end. All right, Eleven that's gets true. her powers back. She does a little this, and then they win in the end. I don't. I wish. I think a, a long-term villain that kind of that beats them, and then they have to get back together and like okay. take them down. But I, I, I could see a new. Villain I don't there. mind having Eleven beat all the time. It's more so that I'm like. I'm getting really irritated with these justifications these kids are having, knowing exactly what's happening, and no adult does. Yeah, that is true. Like, all the 15-year-olds are like, no, it's this exact type of monster that can be killed only this way. And the adults are like, we think it might be an electronical anomaly coming out of the speaker system. But that's the the trope of, like, uh, adults don't listen to kids, right? That's the Amblin thing. That's E.T., that's that's Goonies, that's everything, right? And, And... you're right. It does get stretched to credulity when it's over the course of right. multiple long. Like at seasons. least Hopper should know now. You yes. know uh, that anything that goes wrong in Hawkins. I mean, Hopper may <laughs> go rest immediately. In, rest in paradise. I assume, having no spoilers, but like, should if there anything went wrong, uh, should have should should be like, oh, that's the upside down. <laughs> well, right. and even th- this season, it doesn't spoil much to say that like. The adults, the other residents of Hawkins, keep referring to, they call it the mall fire, mm-hmm. the end of season three, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so they're not like, oh, there was a giant, like, human sludge-made monster that was terrorizing <laughs> yeah. our city. They, they know there's been a ton of tragedy and death and things like that. They don't, they're unaware of all the supernatural element of it. They Which know that they're kind of a, this point. a cursed city. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's a literal curse that leads <laughs> to, like, another world, right? Mm-hmm. But um, That is... Oh, that makes me. That just makes me irritated. But speaking of the other world, there's a lot in this season that it's like, what? And I was yelling at Dashiell about this. What are the limits to the upside down? Mm. Because what we got in season two was when Will was in his trance, they played like, can I? Should I stay or should I go? Mm-hmm. And he was able to talk in Morse code. Mm. And then in this season, we're getting like the Kate Bush story or the Kate Bush song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, it seems like, a, and you can still hear people from the outside of the mm. um, upside down. They can still hear, and you have the lights. So I'm like, what is the limit? Uh, where does it end? Where does it end? It seems uh, like we can talk through it, sure. and we can do all these other things with it. Are we able to like just keep going back and forth through it? Yeah, and, and like sometimes you physically can go to it, like when yeah. you go through a portal, right? But other times it seems like you kind of just get mentally sucked there, mm. right? Yeah. yeah, so it's... Dirth wealth all over again. <laughs> Dirth wealth is just mentally sucked. sucked. Mentally sucked, baby. I mean, I guess it's an idea of like, if it is a dimension, it's like a separate dimension, and it's intersecting with our dimension in a weird way, there's ways to just like slip in and out of it. And maybe it doesn't operate like a third dimensional plane yeah. that has like a fourth dimension where it's mm-hmm. manipulating time mm. and space in a weird way that we don't understand. I mean, it's 
science fiction. It, it can, that's true. They it doesn't can, have as strong a rule. And every antagonist has their like own little like personal little mm, little thing to it. <laughs> so they can like it's like I can like mentally manipulate you while mm. one's like I can only contact you if I physically. I jump mean, from I you. really hope this won't be the answer, but I really wish that back in season one they filmed a scene where it's just like. That's the end of the game, and this whole show is just like I'd one hit long. I see you. I see you. It's all BS. It's all in their mind, oh and that's why things God. don't make sense because like they're they're making the story up as they go, and they're just playing this game. Oh and the very end of the whole God. series is like, no, no, this actually happened. It was all just I, a, I like, a D and I love game. the idea that this is all coming from the imagination of kids. And they still give themselves a ton of problems and yeah. issues growing up, right? right. And like, you know, relationship problems yeah. and fights with their parents and stuff like that. You mentioned you're maybe a little sick. And, and there's a reason they have the enemy defeated, the big bad gets mm -hmm. defeated at the end of yeah, it's every season. Right? Yeah, it's good storytelling. We kind of get to end on like a positive note. But one thing the show has not done is kill any of the main cast. Yeah. We, we usually get, we get new characters introduced. We got Billy, we got Sean Astin's character. They get introduced, they usually get killed off in the same season. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they get introduced, like the Maya Hawk character or whatever, and the Max character, and then they stick around for a couple seasons. Mm. Will we lose a main cast character? Somebody's got it. I want, I want it to be Nancy. And I think Ooh, Nancy's a good ah. one to die because Nancy's close to the parents, close to the teenagers, close to the kids. Mm. So it's like that person dying, and that's also a sister, a sibling, because mm. they didn't care about Billy dying. They were like, that guy sucked anyway. Yeah, he was yeah. Like, Max is the only person that's like, that was my brother. Everyone's like, we don't care. He was also slightly racist. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want me dating you for a reason. But it was uh, Nancy. If she dies, that will be like a game changer. Yeah, mm. she's kind of the kind of at the the heart. She's a good person. She's kind of at the heart of the show too. Yeah, right? yeah. I want her to die. It also like, yeah, with Jonathan. You want her to die. Oh, uh, I die. want her to die. Wow. With Jonathan being in California and her here and doing all these things, I'm like, yeah, it'll ripple everything. Mm. Throw, throw in the chat. Now we're, we're talking, maybe you've already seen this chunk of episodes. We're talking at the end of, of the entirety of season four in July. Who do you think might die? Because I mean, there's also a lot of these young actors, maybe they're ready to move on in their careers. Yeah. They don't want to stick around for another right. season. Maybe, maybe Dustin. You yeah, know, maybe Dustin goes in a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> they just toss him maybe in the un Unrelated to yeah. the storyline. Yeah. Maybe just trips and falls into a, into a wood chipper. Dustin will be the, uh, my family was like, what if it's Dustin? And I was like, I think Dustin will be the last one to go. Yeah, he's going to do like he Stranger Things heart. season 50. Yeah. <laughs> and then another prank show. He'll, he's going to be, be the, doing... what, what's his name from SNL? He's not, not Keenan, but he's going to be the. Oh, uh, yeah, Keenan's been, been, been there a million the years. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. well, I mean, because he kind of looks like him oh. too anyways. Daryl Hammond? No. Yes, Daryl Hammond. God love it. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, the big guy. Acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the ticket. Well, now, I'll even throw out, do you think there's a chance the final season, I know we're already speculating about the final season, we haven't even finished this one, that one of the core cast members is the villain. Mm, so now long? they get possessed, or oh. I don't know, they go to the dark side a little bit, Barb. something like it's that. It's Barb. Barb comes well, back. Barb on. back I, as the main villain I think, is huge. I think Mike verse 11 would be the, mm. you know, the Ooh. ultimate, like, because, you, you know, it's like, Eleven's always, she has her anger issues that make her slightly unpredictable, even though she tries to help friends help, friends help each other. But what if Mike presented such a danger, oh. and, you know, and, and the betrayal of Mike, you know, becoming possessed or bad, 
caused her to accidentally kill him. Mm. Mm. Huh? I think if anyone, I, I agree with Tommy, but in the way that I think it would be better if Eleven, like, uh, like Iron Man's it and has mm. to die in order to like. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it does seem Into like the yeah, they kind of did that right. at season one, right? Yes. Wasn't that kind of like she? Who? Eleven kind of died at the end, of, but I know. But they did the like assumed death, yeah. and then she's pulling those egos out of the the oh. hidey hole. Also, give me another character that literally was on a show for maybe two episodes and got the most merchandise. Because Barb was the like, yes, Barb, Barb had towels. Barb had yeah. like yeah. bring RIP Barb. Uh, Jennifer uh, Bruno saying, is Nancy going back to Steve? What? No, she, I, okay, <laughs> this is my beef with Nancy and dating. Whoa. Nan, we all were like, oh, Nancy, go with Jonathan, go with Steve. And now I'm like, Nancy, stop ruining people's lives. Mm. Because as soon as you step in and start loving people, they start dying almost. So it's like, Nancy, well, no, what I think is her fault is like, Nancy, be with yourself, find mm. yourself. Mm. She went off on Steve in like the second, or no, the first season when Barb passed away. Yeah. And it was like, you, we could have saved Barb. And I'm like, yeah, you could have, if you weren't with Steve. And then with Jonathan now, she's like always beefing. And I'm like, yeah, you just should be with yourself. You yeah. should figure out yourself. Spend some time. And that's what we call secret mandatory fun. Hit the graphic. <laughs> Wait, Wait her across the coals again. Yeah. No. You thought you were safe, Nancy? Oh, no. No, not here. Oh, no. Oh, so yeah. It can happen anytime. Was oh, it backdoor mandatory fun? That's right. A little backdoor fun. Mandatory style. I want Eddie with. Uh, with Steve anyways, Eddie Munson. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, um, Eddie Munson. Big, I mean, does Eddie Munson survive this season? Yes, he does, <laughs> Zach. Wow. You love okay. Eddie Munson. He's gonna I be 53 do. next year. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah that actor is uh, older than me. Aaron really. Scott throwing in the chat, how crazy would it be if this was, uh, the whole series was Will Byers in a in like a six year coma. Oh. He crashes bike into a tree in season one, and this has all been in his like coma dream. Oh. That's fine, but the D and D game is bad. The D and yeah, D, &D, D, &D I agree. Game is I agree. Uh, yeah. Sally Regentine uh, uh, said, "I think we're gonna get a season two, folks." Oh, I think that was. I think part that was of Obi Wan. Obi -Wan. My yes. Bad. Well, yeah. we'll get a Darth spinoff. Yuka Prita though saying, "I think season four is as good as season one. Oh. Hashtag where, where the is MT cameo. Maybe I think is where is the MT cameo? Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get MT, on the MT out here. You know, we just gotta we gotta find him first. You That's know? right. He's, he's at large. So if if somebody uh, stumbles in the wilderness across a blue dungeon yeah. uh, with a young man in there uh, spinning yarns about Doctor Strange, yeah. uh, let us know. But yeah. do you guys think season four is the best season yet? As good as season one? I'm scary as season one yet. is hard I mean, to top. A lot of people are saying this season four is the best season. And I disagree. It definitely leans more horror than sci-fi, I think. Yeah, it's yes. more uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Season four, the best season yet? I've heard Stranger Things. <laughs> Someone, Dash will Stop take him. the camera Someone off the tripod him. and throw it at his head. Someone has <laughs> to find his light. And throw it at his head. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Right uh, Chrissy Thorne in the chat. Is Stranger Things basically what would happen if a sitcom took place in the X Files universe? Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. the side. The in, side in the mission. same small town, yeah. right? I mean, the X Files got to go yeah. all over the country. The show does make me think of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where it's like, this town is a problem. Mm. Someone needs to do something about yes. it. Like, blow this town up. They Let's should all blow move. It up. They should all move. Well, and it's like Joyce took her family to California. They should have stayed in California. In yeah. fact, everybody should have moved to, to different places. They're like, we got to stay here. This is the I, I want to point out, someone made a death prediction uh, uh, for Jonathan, which it is an 80s homage. 
and he is taken to drugs this season. No spoilers. Mm, yeah. And there is a you know pretty classic rule in horror movies in the '80s that if you dabble with the drugs, you if, dabble if, with the morgue. If you if you wander off from your cabin That's to go right. smoke some reefer in yeah. the woods, reefer madness. The the slasher is going to get you. Same thing with yeah. sex. That's right. But he's and, not the virgin. None of them are the virgin. The teens. The teens. The teens. The teens. The teens. The teens. He might be virgins. You know I what? Killing the druggie in a movie. I've heard strange things. Okay, you can't do that bit twice. Stop. You can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, can't okay. keep getting away uh, with uh, this. Oh, what are you saying? Chloe yeah. C was asking, I want to know how the first victims of the Vecna are in the upside down when we see this the body. This is a spoiler. This is a spoiler question, is it not? Um, this is the early. Yeah, this is episode three or four, I believe. It's not episode three because I've seen episode three and I didn't know that that was well, going to happen. Well, you yeah. also thought someone wasn't in the show who was in the that show. That also <laughs> wasn't. I haven't seen all the episodes yet. Yeah, speaking, speaking of smoking reefer while you're doing <laughs> yeah, that, I uh, can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm gonna do a nerd show and be like, Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Doing drugs before the break room? Well, I've heard. Not true. <laughs> I'd never do drugs. Thank I'm you, Tommy. Uh, I like that the spoiler kids. bar is still, is it still on the spoiler? Oh my, oh my God. Tommy, Tommy just did a line on Mac live. My mic, is my mic pack broken? Yeah. Uh, okay, well now now that we've uh, destroyed part of the set. with his chair. Um, Tommy. Thank you all. You know what? We'll probably check in maybe early next week when everybody's finished mm -hmm. Stranger Things. Maybe we'll also get some uh, some promo for this uh, second half of the season that'll be coming in July pretty soon. We'll be excited for that and we'll definitely be covering that. And check out Whitney Van Lanningham's uh, breakdown yes. of the entirety of the season coming out on the channel tomorrow. She's been putting in a lot of work on that. It should be really, really good. We're all excited to watch that. Um, oh, and then we're getting our Obi-Wan episode three breakdown. Eric is gonna have that out on the channel tomorrow right. as well. So we got a lot of really, really nice content coming yes. out in the next couple days. Uh, Tommy's gonna be gone the rest of the week. We wish you well in Thank your you. travels. Pray for me, guys. Pray for me. Yeah, I will not. I'm we just going to a wedding, but you know, it never yeah, hurts to be in people's like prayers. But uh, we'll have some really fun uh, guest panelists with us. We thank you all. Thank you to everybody that was uh, live with us in the chat. Or if you're watching this in three days, you know what? We value you <laughs> yeah, just yeah, as much. Yeah. Maybe you're getting hooked on this show, catching it up later, and then you can start joining us live at 3 p.m. Pacific every weekday. Uh -huh. Um, Someone paid $10 for Jess to do the R2-D2 scream. And I don't know if, Jess, oh. is that your price point? Yeah, is that a good I just want to make sure that they got it. <laughs> yeah. Give them, give them $10 <laughs> worth of it. <clears throat> wow! That was a $20 scream. Yes, good. easily. That was easily. Easily. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us in the break room. We'll see you tomorrow. Yay! Yay.
Because you're on your 